The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Chapter 30 The Prodigal Son Now Jesus was speaking to the crowds about him. And at this time he spoke often of the sinner who repents, and the rejoicing in heaven among the angels over the one who was lost. And in order to make the people know better of what he spoke, he told them a story. I say to you that even so, there will be joy in heaven over one sinner who repents, more than over ninety-nine just who have no need of repentance. A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father! Joel, my son, what is it? Why do you leave your work in the fields? Father, I'm sick of working in the fields. You're sick of... I'm through. Through, Joe? Yes. I ask you now. Give me the share of property that falls to me. Don't listen to him, Keep Father. out of this, Nathan. But, Joel, I thought you were satisfied here and... I'm not. My son. There's no use pretending. If you spent less time at the inn talking to travelers... You might not be so discontented. I like to talk to them. I learn about other places. Alexandria, Rome, Damascus. And about drinking wine and dancing girls Watch and... this, Nathan. I'm... 
I'm sorry, Father. I I shouldn't have spoken. It's out, and I'm glad. I, I like gaiety. I don't want to spend my life in dullness. I want to see something of the world. So give me my share and let me go. Mark my words, Father. If you do, he'll squander it in six months. It'll be mine, not yours. Well, just don't come back home when it's gone. That's all I ask. Nathan, this is Joel's home, and he is always welcome. Then you'll give me my share? Under the law, I cannot deny you a share if you insist on leaving. I do insist. But Joel, where will you go? Oh, I think to Damascus first. Damascus? It's the wickedest city this side of Rome. Then, most righteous brother, if I don't like it, I'll go to Rome. Oh, Father, don't listen to him. Nathan, I don't wish Joel to leave. But I can see that he is determined. Very well, my son. I'll turn the sheep and grain into money as quickly as possible and give you the one-third share of the estate to which a younger son is entitled. And he divided his means between them. And not many days later, the younger son gathered up all his wealth and took his journey into a far country there he squandered his fortune in loose living. Five hundred denarii on the next cast. Let me kiss the dice. It will bring you luck. Huh? Where did you come from? Oh, I've been at your elbow all evening, but you care more for dice. Don't go away. Here, see what luck you can bring me. You don't need more luck. Come on, Cass, don't talk. All right. All wagers down? Right. And here we go. Seven. About seven again. That's three times running. I leave 1,000 denarii on the next cast. No, it's not for me. I'm finished. I'm through, I'm through with it. <laughs> Did I not bring you luck? You certainly did. What's your name? Melissa. Then, Melissa, you should share in my winnings. Thank you. What's your name? Joel. May I tell you something, Joel? Of course. It's customary for the winner to buy wine for the losers. It is. Otherwise, the men feel you are greedy for money. Already I've heard some say as much. But I didn't know. Why didn't you speak sooner? I was afraid. Since I dance here, you would think I was trying to force you to buy wine. Well, I'll take care of it right now. Servants, wine for everyone present. All they can drink. I pay for it. That should take care of it. Where are you from, Joel? From a little place near Jerusalem nobody ever heard of. My father has a farm there. Oh? <laughs> I'm surprised. You are? Uh-huh. Why? One would think you had lived in Damascus for years. You don't look like a man from the country. Oh, no? 
Tell me, what do I look like? <laughs> oh, a man of the world. One who has traveled and seen a great deal. Well, I haven't, but I like them to think so. What makes you think so? <laughs> the way you handle yourself. The way you tossed out the money for wine. The way you cast the dice. You like to gamble, don't you? <laughs> Who wouldn't like it when the money comes so easily? Hmm. But here, here they play only for denarii. I can show you a house where they play for talents. Talents? Yes. Only last night I heard of a man who won 300 talents on a single cast. Oh, just think, with the luck you have, how much you would have in your pockets now had you been casting for talents. Yes. <laughs> I'd have to buy a camel to carry it about. Shall I take you to this place? Yes. Then come. Let's have some wine first. I'll dance for you while you're waiting. What, here? <laughs> of course. Why not? They'll all watch you. Well, certainly. I should be a poor dancer if they did not. Why do you object? I want you to dance where only I can watch you. Uh-huh. I see. That can be arranged after you've tried your luck with the dice. Well, then let's go. Never mind the wine. Here's money for my bill. You may keep what's left. Why do you leave the table, Joel? Melissa, I've lost half my fortune. Think of it. Half my fortune in an hour. Oh, don't act so upset. You must learn to smile as you lose. Otherwise, they will take you for a country boy. Yes, but half my fortune. Oh, so tonight you lose. Tomorrow you will win. Come, forget about it. Uh, yes, I suppose so. Yes, it was a streak of bad luck. Tomorrow will be different. That's better. Let us go. Where now? To a place I know, where I can dance for your eyes only. And after he had spent all, there came a grievous famine over that country, and he began to suffer want. Father, what is it? Still worrying about Joel? It's been a whole year, Nathan, and I have not heard from him. Oh, he's, he's probably having too good a time to think of writing. But I'm worried. There is famine in the Damascus region. Yes, I, I know. talked to a caravan captain today. He said that, that people were starving. Then you may be sure Joel has left. Come, Father. Don't worry about him. He will look out for himself. Ah, how easy for a child to tell a father not to worry. You may as well tell the rivers to stop running to the sea.
Jules. What do you want? Let me in. Please, Melissa. Oh, go away and don't bother me. Please, please see me, Melissa. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> you've changed, Joel. Melissa, you must help me. I'm starving. There's many who starve in Damascus. Melissa, please remember, when I had money, how I brought you rings and bracelets. Yes, you did give me a few trinkets. Let me take one of them, borrow it, and get some food. You gave them to me. They're mine. Melissa, look at me. See how my hands shake. It is from want of food. Why don't you go back to your father? He has a big farm where there's plenty to eat. I can't go back after the way I've treated him. Then go to work. I've tried to work. There's nothing. I would do anything. Anything. Do you mean that? Yes, yes, anything. <laughs> You're a farmer. No, I am. And have tended flocks? Yes. Then I'll speak to a friend of mine. You will? When? He's coming to town today. <laughs> now, will you go? Yes, thank you, Melissa. Uh, Joel, you'll have to be very hungry to take the work. Why? What is it? <laughs> Tending swine. <laughs> And he went and joined one of the citizens of that country, who sent him to his farm to feed swine. And he longed to fill himself with the pods that the swine were eating, but no one offered to give them to him. your master's swine, Joel. Melissa, what are you doing here? Here there is food. In Damascus, there's none. And the master, does he give you food when you have no money? I dance. For his eyes alone, Joel. As I did for you in Damascus. When I had money. When you had money, yes. Many hired men in my father's house have bread in abundance, while I am perishing here with hunger. Joel, why don't you go home? I told you I can't. I'd be ashamed to. Look at me. Go, before it's too late. You'll starve here and be buried, and your father will sit into his old age, wondering until his last gasp whether you are dead or alive. Bad as I am, Joel, I would not punish anyone like that. But you, haven't you a home? Yes, in Greece. Well, why don't you go back? Two years ago, I had a friend send word that I was dead. I won't do that, Melissa. I shall go home to my father and acknowledge my ingratitude. And he arose and went to his father. But while he was yet a long way off, 
his father saw him and was moved by compassion, and ran and fell upon his neck and kissed him. Joel, my son. Oh, my son, my son. Oh, praise God you have come back to me. Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no longer worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired men. No, no, my son. We thought you dead. Come, let me take you home. How can I enter your house? Look upon these rags, my unshaved beard. Look upon a man who squandered his fortune. Look upon one not worthy to call you father. I look upon you and I see only Joel, my younger son. Come, Joel. Quickly, you fetch the best robe and put it on him and give him a ring for his finger. <laughs> and sandals for his feet. And you, steward, bring out the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and make merry. Because this, my son, was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and is found. And dispatch a man to the neighbors and tell them to come to a feast. And you, girl. Yes, Master. Stand watch for Nathan riding in from the fields and tell him his brother has returned. What's happened? Why is there music in the house? Thy brother has come home. What? Joel? Joel has returned? Thy father sent me to watch for you and to tell you. And thy father has killed the fattened calf because he has got him back safe. And the neighbors have been called in and they are celebrating. And thy father waits most anxiously thy coming. Tell my father I will not come to the feast. I told him as you instructed, Master. But he became angry and said, Tell my father I will not come to the feast. Where did he go? He lashed his horse and rode toward the barns. Very well. Go in and help serve. Should I be missed, say I will be back shortly. Yes, Father. How is it you stay with the sheep and the oxen and do not come to welcome your brother? Behold, 
These many years I have been serving thee, and have never transgressed one of thy commands. How well I know that, Nathan. Never once did you give me cause to worry over you. And yet thou hast never given me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But when this thy son comes who has devoured his means with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fattened calf. Son, thou art always with me, and all that is mine is thine. And what recognition do I receive for being a dutiful son? Nathan, you were never lost to me as was Job. You were never given up for dead. You have never seen And you this. want me to sit by this sinner and rejoice? Yes, Nathan. He sinned. But he has repented and has asked to be forgiven. And of course you did. Nathan, he came to me ragged and starving, and he said to me, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no longer worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired men. Would you or any man give a stone to him who asked for bread? Well, I... No. No, I... I... I suppose not. Are we not bound to make merry and rejoice? For this thy brother was dead and has come to life. He was lost and is found. Can those of us who have never known sin refuse to welcome one who has? To deny them welcome is to deny them hope of forgiveness. Unless the good can forgive the bad, Nathan, this world will forever be a bitter place for all of us. But, but, Father, must I go out and wallow in sin before you will kill for me the fattened calf? So that is it. Nathan, the fattened calf, was killed for both my sons and for our friends and neighbors so that all could feast at the table of forgiveness, where mercy is bestowed by those who have it to give upon those who are in need of it. Son, thy brother is in need of your mercy, even as thou art in need of his yearning to receive it from thee. Come, father, let us go into the feast. And Jesus told this story that the just might understand the attitude of God toward the repentant ones and rejoice in the return of one who was lost. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. 
For over 110 years, the friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.